0: Hey, welcome to Tall, Dark, and Fictional, a podcast about romance fiction by romance writers. I'm SJ. And
1: I'm Kat.
2: I'm Gabby. Oh, what's up, everybody? It's Beatrix.
1: <laughs> oh my god, look who's back. Beat- it's our long lost host Beatrix. She didn't even remember to say her name. Listen, I'm
2: just fucking taking a back seat here, people.
0: I'm enjoying the show.
1: We're just happy to have you.
0: We are. We are so happy to have you back. And we didn't prep anyone on this. No. I'm leading the show today, which y'all are fucked, all right? <laughs> but it's amazing because today we are talking to the one, the only Catwin author. Yay. You fucking know her. You fucking Yay. love her and she is the star of the show today. So Kat, introduce yourself to everyone that already knows you.
1: Hi everybody, my name is Kat. I write steamy rom-coms and other such weird spicy novels, and I have a novel coming out uh, in just a few days, but by the time you listen to it, this, it will have been released.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. We
1: are so excited, and so
0: The reason we have so many voices today is we're here to talk about Partner Track, which is Kat's debut novel. We're so excited. I know everyone else is excited. I'm speaking for them. It doesn't matter because they agree with me. i'm cringing like very much
2: cringing <laughs> I, I am enjoying it thoroughly just because i know this is like complete her
0: worst nightmare yeah possible so the blush on cat's face is glorious right now you guys it's so wonderful so i have several questions but i also just want to start by saying my reactions to this book were all over the place like i laughed i cried i got so pissed so many times the way you write some of these foul male characters is so spot on for anyone that's ever interacted with anyone in the world. Like this is the sort of book you can relate to, which is totally my jam, right? It's a contemporary, it's enemies to lovers, it's workplace. It's, I I mean, do you want me to go through all the tropes? I don't know what's a spoiler.
1: What's not right. Uh, We got the one bed. Yeah. Not a spoiler. That's definitely in the blurb. Right. Hmm. Right. That's how we're selling it perfect
0: yeah and like Kat yeah, said, like there is not just some steam there is a lot of steam in this book and it's wonderful so I'm going to ask you right off the bat Kat the question that you ask everyone else when did you start to consider yourself a writer
1: this is such a rude question I don't have an answer <laughs> to okay I started <laughs> thinking of myself as a writer probably when I finished partner track. So I hadn't ever really like written a book before. Not, I go back and forth on this and I might tell different stories depending on how I feel about it. So technically, I guess I did write a book once, but I wrote it in four days and it was a 60,000 word paranormal (laughs) romance. So I don't know that I actually consider it or not. Like I just did it on a, like on a whim. So I didn't actually like put in work to write it. I don't know what that was. So, but immediately after that, I wrote partner track. And so I guess that's technically my first book. I considered myself a writer the day I finished that book. I stayed up all night. I did not sleep. And I remember, this is dark, trigger warning for anybody. I remember I said to my partner, I really hope I don't die today because I just finished my first book. You know, that is reasonable I mean, though. Like uh,
0: I I feel that yeah. you want to see it come to fruition. I also have all of my notes where all my outlines are. I email them to my husband every time I get on a plane and I'm like, you find someone to finish my books if I die. Like <laughs> this is my legacy. So you finish I get my it. legacy. Get yeah. It.
1: I was genuinely like, I hope I don't die because this is the first time I've ever done a thing I've really wanted to do in life. Like truly. Um this is not the focus of today, but uh what about this paranormal book? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you guys want to know about B, yes. I think you no, you I haven't know. read it. I know about this book. But you bro. haven't read it. You haven't read it. So because... I've read a little
2: bit. No, Have I knew... You? Yeah, because you had a little bit posted.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. So I
2: have experienced (laughs) a touch of this.
1: Here's what it is. It's a high concept twist story. So it's basically like, what if the devil was actually the good guy? And the devil is this woman named Lucille, who the best friend character is actually based off of in partner track. I just like spun her off.
0: uh, And used her again. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. she has been, um, she's been ousted from hell, which is actually like a beast resort that's where she lives she's like an environmentalist that's like what hell actually is and she's stuck on earth because god who she used to date is like obsessed with her and so he's like he's like tarnished her name he's like told all these rumors about her he's turned everyone against her and she's also like can't get back home so that's the thrust of the novel is how is she gonna get back home yeah the main lead character like the guy character is a lawyer because he's a devil's advocate obviously and <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) And she finds him. I love lawyers, obviously. Right. And she finds him. Um, from watching a commercial at a she's at a bar where mm-hmm. the devils are playing the angels on a base it's a baseball bar and they're everyone's watching this devils versus angels game and everyone's dressed in red and there's all these grotesque devils and demon imagery everywhere and she is wearing a blue hawaiian shirt because <laughs> she's <laughs> from like that's what hell is it's like a beachy balmy place and a commercial comes on and there's all these like fireballs and like crazy shit and it's the lawyer and he's like one of these ambulance chasers. Lawyers, but something he says sparks something in her, and she's like, "I need to find that guy. He's going to get me out of here." So that is the. I know you guys seem. You look so excited about this. Book. No, I. I see I so read many it. parallels between that and Partner track. Right, you can totally yes. see so like, where I got yeah. one to one place to the other. Yeah, yeah. crumbs. Yeah. yeah, follow the breadcrumbs. Right. I feel like
0: yeah. You also need to make. You need to find a way to publish that book. That sounds great. I do want to yeah.
1: rewrite that book someday okay. when I get a little better at paranormal Writing, which i am no expert in well that's amazing i mean like i said that was a tangent from where we were
0: going about partner track but i'm it's very interesting cat the talents never end you know you want contemporary you want paranormal. it doesn't matter yeah, she's gonna yeah. give it to you <laughs> so lawyers are a theme clearly yeah. right is this I know you are in close proximity in your personal life to lawyers. Is that what sparked this? Or did you already kind of want to focus on them beforehand?
1: Yeah, no. If I didn't have to live with a lawyer, if I hadn't lived with a lawyer for the past fucking 15 years of my life, I would never in a million years choose to write about lawyers. Although I know they are like popular on a lot of TV shows. Like People really seem to have interest in lawyers. The only reason I did it is because I hate researching. And Mm. I had involuntarily done 15 years of research on lawyers already. <laughs> so i was like what's the easiest thing i can do at this moment i'm gonna like garner all this information i have accumulated over the years, over like a lifetime and i'm gonna use that to work yeah. in my favor in this book when i signed my deal they were like are you a lawyer <laughs> i was like i was That's like how book. dare you how dare you
0: <laughs> well Wait. and i
1: will say too
0: and this one i want i want gabby to to play off of because the question always is is this book about capitalism and this book opens with the deposition. the Against or I'm probably using that word wrong. I'm not a fucking lawyer. No, but correct. like they're arguing with an oil company, which is like the epitome of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Gabby, I'm sure mm-hmm. this is a thread that you could pull the whole way through, right? Yes.
3: I well, every time I read a book now, I think about is this about capitalism? Because of cat <laughs> <laughs> But yes, a hundred percent She's ruined it <laughs> for everybody. The whole opening chapter, I've just we all know there's a lot of misogynistic men in the world, but oh, But I just, I don't want to spoil anything, but... I think you could spoil the opening chapter. Okay. I was just going to say the way that you set the scene of the characters, like you felt, I feel very much like I have a good understanding of who Purdy and Carter are going to be from the get-go and sort of what their dynamic is going to be, but then also like just what she is up against. I mean, even just starting it out with, can I read the first sentence? Because I highlighted it. I loved it. (laughs) It says a bead of sweat slipped into the dip of Purdy Stone's cleavage. The thermostat was cranked to hell in the deposition room in the small North Dakota town, but she strove to remain cool, calm, and collected like an attorney who had her shit together and not hot, stressed, and messy like an attorney who's twisted underwire happened to be digging into her ribcage. And <laughs> everything about that to me is sort of like... woman's experience in a very male dominated world especially like working being a lawyer like working in the business world in general
1: sweaty underwire
3: yes yes everything about Mm -hmm. it is sweaty and miserable (laughs) Um, just both
0: physically and mentally and the way you write these male characters like I say like I want to scream and here's a line I highlighted from that very first chapter with some douchebag man talking to her that says but if you're struggling to keep up I can write it out in smaller words
1: yeah Carter says that to her yeah.
0: And I wanted to kill him. Like you, like he turns around. So Carter's the main character. So we have Purdy is the the female lead. Carter's the male lead. Mm-hmm. They're both lawyers. They're facing off in this opening scene and you will instantly hate Carter. Like, <laughs> and he, he, you don't for long. And I was like messaging Kat as I'm reading this. I'm like, dude, I hate this guy. <laughs> like, he's a douche, but it's like, he's a lawyer. He's in his lawyer persona. Like, I get it. Like that's part of it. Um, but it's just like, the way you can capture that, and I'm assuming it's from personal experience too, right? Like we've all dealt with like these male characters, but just some of like the verbiage they use. And I'm like like just angry reading this because I'm just like, I know what this feels like. I know what she feels like. And you'll see a lot more of that throughout the book. And I don't want to get into details that are further along, but there, are like there are scenes that you will just like want to like rip your hair out of your head because of the stuff she puts up with. And it's stuff that women everywhere put up with. Like this is not written just for fiction like which is what makes it so good but also so like visceral because so you're like this happens <laughs> and it's B, infuriating
1: let me ask Beatrix something mm. I feel like there's no chance you thought Carter was a jerk in the first chapter absolutely no <laughs> 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 I
2: was like okay I was like go on and get on I was, like, <laughs> I was like these two are gonna go fuck somewhere right away yeah
0: well yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do have a specific question and I'm going to see, where was this? Uh, She's describing the way he looks. And I want to know if you wrote this line originally, or if this had anything to do with the book deal, because you say, let me see. uh, I know the line. Yeah. It didn't really matter that he thought of her because after her certifiable win today, she'd never see his Harlequin book cover looking ass ever again. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good good line. I love that. I wrote that
1: line before I got the book deal with Harlequin. Which is amazing. <laughs> You're a man I mean, it's a classic. A book, a Harlequin book cover is a classic, so. Hmm. Well, it
0: But like the visual there, you know, was just, I loved it. You also
1: have another line describing Carter
2: that always stuck with me where you described him as a tatted up Disney prince, I think. And yeah. that always, because yeah. that was from like the OG, I think, draft. It was and still that, there. That stuck with me from the OG draft. I was like, "Yes, visual!" Like that instant, instant <laughs> visual. I was like, "I, I know who he is."
1: That's because we should say Beatrix read the alpha version mm-hmm. of this. She read it as I was writing it. Yes. Way back when. So I've seen Not many versions edit. of this. <laughs> <laughs> for you, <laughs> long
0: suffering. Talking about Elsa yeah. version, like I want to know your writing process for this book. I know a little bit more about your stuff now, but I guess we've all learned that you wrote a, a shorter book before this. <laughs> kind of, but, I don't okay. count it. <laughs> but so, to walk us through writing partner track. And did you always want to write romance? Like, was that always a goal yeah. in mind for you? Yeah,
1: I didn't always want to write romance. I always wanted to be a writer. It took me a while to kind of come to terms with like what kind of stuff I wanted like what what kind of writing actually suited me because I think like as with all of us I went through a lot of like to shame over the fact that this is what I wanted to read this is what I wanted to write but the process for writing this book uh it happened because of the pandemic I was very lucky to have been safe during this time. I mean, the pandemic's still going on, but you know what I mean? Like when it really first started, because it forced me to almost completely shut down a business that I had been running. I still run it a little bit, but I had been like working so much. I was dead on my feet, really couldn't do very much. So uh, I was gearing down my business slowly and then I had more time to write. So as I had more time to write, I I just found, I, I don't know what happened to me. Like, I guess I had just been reading so much that my brain was ready to to produce. I had filled up with all this creative energy and I was like, now it's time to go. And maybe writing that weird paranormal thing, maybe that's what kickstarted me and I didn't even realize. Got that. the energy going, get didn't it out. Get it yeah, yeah, right. Move yeah. It out of the system. And then I wrote a partner track without an outline. I just did it off the top of my head. I, I will say that like, I... The original concept for Partner Track was a plaintiff's attorney who always was lost. So, Perdita means like lost woman, mm-hmm. and who keeps running into a defense attorney who's obsessed with maps. And Carter's last name is Leplin, which is like a made up last name completely, as far as I'm aware. And I was just like, what's like a good French word, like le plan, right? Like the plan. <laughs> so it just means like the plan. Hmm. And also like the French word for map, I think is carte. It's C-A-R-T-E, carte, le carte or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and I was like, well, we'll add an R at, that at the end of that and make it Carter, <laughs> why not? Which Love is it. also a French word for something else, like sausage casing maybe, but that doesn't <laughs> I mean, really work as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't, that's yeah, it yeah, awesome. kind of awesome it works. Hits. It <laughs> <laughs> kind of fits the theme so i didn't stick with that high concept but it kind of just like it there was just a story baked in there like you know what i mean if you start with a plaintiff's attorney and a defense attorney and you throw them in a room they're two different people it's like there's conflict that's baked in so mm. something's gonna happen you hope yeah
0: and so B, you were from you were there from the beginning mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. D- so have you you read the very first version and then this newest one yeah i've read all the versions <laughs> All you read all of them oh poor you <laughs> how
2: many were there like how many versions would you say well i mean kat has gone through a couple different edits on them a lot you know, yeah but you know yeah. so you know i was there the uh, the fairly. i mean you had just started i think kind of posting him and you were in yeah. the beginning stages i think when we first started kind of getting to know each other and each other's writing so she was pretty early on with partner track so i was <laughs> I was there from the get-go. <laughs> you
1: saw the birthing oh, of the I saw book. the inception. I
2: saw the birth of Carter. <laughs> the just... inception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say this.
1: It started, I think I rewrote the beginning chapter three times, and I rewrote the last three chapters mm-hmm. three times.
2: I have read the sex scenes many times. All
1: the sex scenes you've
2: read uh, many times. Uh, many times.
1: <laughs> I yeah. forced you to do that, yes. There was, I originally had a chapter in Carter's point of view at the very end, but mm-hmm. it was like universally panned. Like everyone, except for one person, but like everybody was like, this is terrible. You gotta get rid of it. We don't want to be in his point of view. Like we we got used to this other point of view. What are you doing? And then one person was like, that was a beautiful chapter. And I was like, I really want to believe this one person. so bad. <laughs> but I just don't think I can and then I rewrote it and then Karina Press was like we're gonna need you to rewrite that ending one more time and I was like I hear you and you're right because I knew it I knew my ending that I had originally had was like bananas so I rewrote it again and then I was like this works better like
2: like a particular character from the
0: book right so you have such a good reason for for the Purdy and Carter name is there a reason behind bananas no it's just funny it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> So I have to, I'm looking through all the highlights, because I highlighted a lot, um, and some of it's just, like, dirty stuff, and so I'm, like, trying to think of the best ones to share without giving stuff away, and I just have to tell you, I highlighted this passage last night. No. Carter Lepland. Lepland? Am I saying that how you want to? Yeah, Okay. Carter (laughs) Lepland has ruined my pussy, and I'll never (laughs) forgive him for it. Pretty shoved a tortilla chip with guac into her mouth, salted flecks sprinkling down over her soft cotton v-neck. I was eating tortilla chip at the moment (laughs) while I was reading this. And I was like, you know what? I didn't have Glock, but I definitely had flex all over my shirt. So I was like, I need to highlight this just for that. But, like, as to, like, the visuals are just so well done. And I don't say that lightly because we read a lot of books and I'm very picky. And I need to be able to, like, really feel these characters. And, like, here's another line um, in regards to Purdy. So, hell, Purdy had a regretful purple and yellow flower back tat done in someone's basement when she was 19. Yeah. <laughs> and like... I don't know about everyone on here but like I have some tattoos from my teenage
1: yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I can relate to this. Mm-hmm. So hard. That's based off a friend of mine in college who later on became, like, the most, like, conservative mom of all time. But when she was, like, 19, got a fucking tramp stamp of a purple and yellow flower on her back that will be there mm. forever and ever, I'm sure. And by the way, nothing wrong with that. Mm. No. But oh. certainly, like, of a time, right? Yeah. <laughs> like oh, I had, time.
0: on my 18th birthday, I got I got a, a, a tramp stamp, a lower back t- a design of my own making. on my 30th birthday I got a full tree and I like entwined it into the roots so it's no longer just a back then, like this you know it's a full back tat
2: something something new there's something very uh unique about the way Kat I'm gonna I'm sorry I'm just taking over for a minute excuse hey, me very much um there's something very unique about the way Kat writes in terms of her descriptive quality right she's gonna hate me for talking like this about her book but I'm gonna say it anyway <laughs> right Kat has a very unique voice right when she writes it's very snappy it's very snarky it's very energetic right she's very kind of she has this sort of it's almost like a frenetic energy you can feel like a a vibe in the words right is the best way I can describe it right and one of the one of the parts I highlighted to best describe this where I when I was rereading it because I reread it for I don't know the 20th time right before this (laughs) podcast (laughs) And yep. I was like, I was rereading it. And I was like, oh shit! I was like, yeah, this is. I was like, this is this is solid. This is what this is what Cat sounds like in a book, right? And it's pretty breathed and big and deep, like she was doing a line of coke straight away.
0: <laughs> this that is Cat, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> except it wasn't coke she was inhaling but that familiar cool scent Carter seemed to naturally exude she wanted to push her nose into his chest and rub it all over her she's uh, he smelled like air smelled the morning after it snowed so she's great with visuals and she's great with like mm-hmm. connecting this sort of like really just kind of like like an energy to the words and you get kind of like this just like a buzz from it right and it's like but she picks up on weird kind of things or like yeah I'm gonna describe somebody like like I'm fucking snorting a line of coke right Right? It's just kind of—it's brilliant, but it's it fucking works. random.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. it's so hard for me to hear. You know, but so I mean? she, she does guys, it all the time, amazing.
2: and it's, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> you know, she always—I think she did another one where she was kind of describing this great scene, and it was—it was quite beautiful in terms of the descriptive quality. And then she ended it with like, "Oh shit," and I was just like, "That's—it's just kind of—it's very like snarky." I know the
1: scene. Yeah, I know the scene you're talking about. <laughs>
2: and I was like I was like that is the perfect sort of cat tonality to that scene is that she built sort of this thing within the context but then she applied this very unique author tone to it that's very
0: much cat And The cat is cat special. <laughs> special she is special and and I gotta say like so you have always described cat as like you like to write your like beta males like it's kind of how you always talk about them and I will be honest when I say like I didn't entirely understand what that meant you know like i don't really get i don't you know i don't know terms you know that about me Um, shadowed
1: the cat yeah i'm just trying to teach sj
0: (laughs) i I I was trying to teach her the beats
1: of of, uh save the saves the cat Mm. and she literally refuses to learn them on purpose (laughs) and uses all the terms wrong good why not yes
2: um (laughs) i support that go get, go against the tide. Why learn it?
0: <laughs> well, and goddamn it, what was I Oh, right, what I was going to say. I was like, what was I going to say about the Oh, yeah, the beta. Right. He is a dirty talker like mm. and mm. I love it. Mm. And for everyone that loves good girl cuz I love good girl. I write good girl all the time. He calls her bad girl and in fact. Oh, yeah, that's it is right. He calls her bad girl. Mm. He calls yeah. her that a lot and it's amazing. And I'm like, I didn't know this was my thing, but it's my thing now. Yeah, if you're
2: into like dirty talking beta males, you right. Be into murder, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, but the thing is too is like like I said like it wasn't even a term I'd really heard before. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I know like in the wild I understand the references, you know, but like but has you not ever said that? Like I, w- I mean, I wouldn't think twice about it. So if someone is listening they're like, "Oh, I don't know about that." Like fucking read it because yes. like this is most he is dirty talking, but he's sweet and kind. And there are so many times too where you're like, these are adults having like adult conversations, or especially him, him mostly having adult mostly conversations. Him, yeah. yeah, and I wish I'd highlighted the, the exact verbiage, but like he says like you know like I think about you, and she's like, Why? How can you just admit that? Like, <laughs> no. she's like, Why why are we just talking about this? You know, it's like that whole like have a conversation, which makes it great because you don't have, you know, some people really hate like that miscommunication trope type thing. Like, you don't have that here. Like, he is very open, you know, they talk, there's a lot of banging, there's a lot of stuff that happens too, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, so when you hear, or when you're reading the tropes, you're in the back, like, I guess you know it's like the the Snowden, the one room that's like just the beginning you know like that's just like the tip of the iceberg of the story whereas sometimes like that is the story and I wasn't even sure how much of the book that was going to entail you know but I was just like oh shit that's like just the beginning there's so much more <laughs> left that's going to happen that's going to go wrong but something else I want to talk about and I'm sorry I'm Gabby I'm not giving you any time um <laughs> <laughs> it is, Love it, yeah. I'll, I'll get in it in there, there more. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After this, I want to talk about how you normalize therapy in this book and how we need to normalize that like as a society but how you're able to write it into a romance novel and not have it be weird it's not a romance book about therapy but it's about people and their issues and then there are like a couple of actual mature characters here that are like here's the number
1: of my therapist
0: I feel we like you it. should use
1: this <laughs> <laughs> should I speak on that yeah uh, i wrote wrote in therapy because well i mean like everyone i know is in therapy and and i go like a little extreme like i put the character going to therapy three times a week at at one point i guess this is a little bit of a spoiler that she's going to therapy but if you've ever been in like a really bad place in your life like if you've been in like a a bad low place some therapists will be like come in three days a week until you're Mm -hmm. out of this because you get like tired of someone being there for you if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. you get tired it's almost like someone is so unconditionally there for you that you're like, you start to just believe it, that it's okay. And then you just don't need it as much. So I was like, maybe people would take, like, maybe people wouldn't agree with that choice for me to put that in as a writer. But I just, I do know that there are therapists who do that and that people do have those experiences when they're in a really, really tough spot. I think that's
3: real too. Like, I I didn't read that and go, oh, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it made perfect sense for knowing what the character is going through, where they are in their lives. You're like, very relieved. Because you do read a lot. I mean, I read... like a bajillion books, as you guys always joke about, that I read a ton. Read everything. Like, there are plenty of romance books where you're like, holy shit, please work on yourself. Like, it would be so much better if maybe this character, you know, did this thing. So I think it's, I mean, I think it's great. I think it's important to kind of normalize that too. Like, just because it's romance doesn't mean that people aren't real people with real lives and problems. And they don't, they can't always just solve it by fucking... You can't always mm. fuck your problems away. like Not always. Not I'm always.
2: Worth a shot. You can try.
3: You
1: can, you try. Try. You can really could try. try. And let me tell you, they try.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they, try they a lot. try. So I want to know without spoiling what everyone's favorite steamy time was. Just like, give me one word to tell me which one it is. Gabby. The- well,
3: I have a line that I just love. Can I say a line? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... It's, this is Carter, and he says, <clears throat> Once more, okay, for me, so I remember it.
0: Mm. I, know what that I
3: know
2: what that is.
0: <laughs> I know
3: Line. Yeah. Good line.
0: B. I'm thinking. Okay. I think
2: oh, I remember. Yeah, I wrote, I, I I highlighted this line too, and I don't think this reveals anything, but this is again Carter, right? He says, I'm taking you to the bedroom, I'm sitting you <laughs> on my lap, and I'm making you ride my dick until you forget <laughs> your own name and can only remember mine. You got that? And I was, I literally. <laughs> (laughs) literally wrote i i
0: i have highlighted that same thing because the next thing she says is carter and he says ah catching on quick i knew you would yeah and i was like
2: okay i was like i see you i see you that was great it was but it was well it it was well done it was good
0: well and i also i also highlighted in that same scene just a single line and it just said write it and that was him saying <laughs> yeah. it and i was just yes. like this is where i'm just like this dude i will do whatever he asks me to good god
3: i think he's a good marriage actually between a beta and an alpha type male because he's in the bathroom i mean in the bathroom in the bedroom jesus christ <laughs> They were in the
0: bathroom showering. Also yeah, in the shower. In. Yeah. Well, also in on. the shower.
3: But yeah, no, in the bedroom he he has like a completely different persona, but like it's just sort of that other side to him. He's a beta so, dom. That's
0: right. There He's we go. A beta yes. Dom. There we go. He's a
1: little dommy in bed. <laughs> yeah. Which well
0: and my favorite wasn't I'm gonna I'm gonna be vague here because I don't want to say which scene it is like but it's like my favorite didn't even involve actual sex but it involved underwear and it was like I remember I messaged Kat too and I read that and I was like hot damn like <laughs> it's one of those it gets kinky enough where you're not expecting it I mean and it was just like I wasn't I don't know why I wasn't expecting it I know Kat like I know she's filthy like I should have <laughs> expected the levels that this was going to go to but I was just like oh okay we're doing this and this is a Amazing, and i'm here for it i even wrote up i i was like when i was reading the sex scenes
2: again i was like because cat has like these great tropes right this book is filled with great tropes and you know all over her post you have all these tropes there's tropes for the sex scenes as well there's the perfect dick saved by the condom conference table stress test and snap <laughs> sexy snapchat <right? laughs> or like some of the few right
1: <laughs> yeah, sexy snapchat <laughs>
2: You know, so I was like, there's plenty to choose from in this book. And there's like plenty, uh, what SJ is saying as well. There's like a lot of, uh, let's just say, non traditional (laughs) circumstances. Yeah. And like, you
1: know, setups. So there's, there's a lot. But this is not a kink book. It's not like that. It's no. you know, No, it's not. You don't and have know, to be into any particular thing. No. It's no, but I sweaty. know that
0: you had said yeah. that you got some feedback where someone's like, there's a lot, a lot of sex or maybe too much sex in here, but it's like, but it's not redundant. No. Because that's why, you know, we've talked about that too. And we even talked about this, you know, in a, in another episode that we did where it was the, you know, every once in a while, something calls for fade to black because you've already done that sort of sex scene in a book. But like this one, it's like, there is variety. Like Carter is creative. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. he's a creative type, and so and it all fits and it flows and it's not over the top. So like, yeah, obviously those are my favorite parts, but like, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't read those for like the actual storyline too. You know, and you'll learn some like good lawyery stuff if nothing else. Nobody wants that. You learn some lawyer stuff.
1: <laughs> no well, no one wants my learning <laughs> lawyer stuff.
3: And what is it, Cat? You've always I I always remember you saying is that sex scenes should really move the plot forward. I feel like they're all necessary and they really do move the story forward and like sort of that emotional connection between the two of them um Agreed. and I've never thought that a book had too much sex to be honest so
1: I mean I, I, I really thought like I just want a book that someone can masturbate to right <laughs> if you're looking for a one-handed read partner track is for you
0: all right it's not erotica
1: but like you know it's not closed door it's not no no (laughs) No, but yeah.
0: also it is absolutely a book where you could buy the paperback and read it in public and yeah. not have a single person give you any sort of side eye mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it is a very sweet looking cute cover where it's like you can tell they're like maybe you wouldn't know lawyer tr- lawyers but partner you know like you should be able to get it but like they're yeah. businessy type right like you've seen the cover listeners if you haven't what the fuck go look at it you've probably downloaded it right get it buy it whatever
1: you should buy it guys Yeah, I'm making yes. this yeah. content so you'll buy my book thank you right
0: (laughs) thank you and you're welcome yeah
1: yeah so I want to know
0: what for you in particular with this book was the hardest thing to write and what was the easiest thing to write
1: Hmm. Easiest thing to write was Carter. I think actually Carter and Pretty were both very easy to write for me. For some reason, both of their voices spoke very loudly to me. Like I really knew who they were as characters and I'm going to throw Lucille in there too. Like I really understood, or I felt like I understood all their dynamics. Like it really made sense to me. I think like the workplace plotty stuff about like, uh, like corporate takeovers and like <laughs> writing about, you know, mergers and acquisitions and that kind of thing. That is what I like writing least. And it was good because like, even my, because I'm married to a lawyer, I just had him like review questions that I had about that kind of stuff. So like even the first chapter that opens in a deposition, I had him totally like, I had him read that chapter, my husband, and then we like went through, he started like giving me scenarios of like what it's like in a deposition and like how you know, what kind of questions a lawyer would ask and like what, like how they would treat each other, what it would look like, what it would feel like. And I kind of already had an idea in my head, but like getting his input was vital in making that and making me not feel like a fraud. That was extremely difficult because one, I had to let him read the first chapter of my book. And I was Mm. so scared because he's like a very exacting, extremely smart man. And I was like, he's going to think I'm a fucking idiot. Like I'm writing about like somebody's cleavage and their underwire and like these two lawyers are supposed to be like flirting and it's supposed to be like sexy, but not. And like, I'm like, he's gonna think I'm so dumb. But honestly, I am so glad that that I trusted him with it because he gave me, like, you know when people just give you like really good feedback and it's just so insightful and they just really get what you're doing? Like, that's how he was. He was so, awesome. it was like, he really understood what I was doing and he was able to like give me answers to things um, that that I didn't even know how to ask correctly. But it was like, he could just, because we've like, you know live together for my entire adult life I guess we know how to communicate at this point but that was really hard it was really really hard and I was lucky that I had him to help me out
0: well and I think the goal whenever you're writing any sort of occupation or really anything specific in a book is that you you want to make it obviously we take liberties right right but you you want to make it believable enough that someone in that field would not be annoyed Or pissed or distracted, you know, and so, like, I'm not a fucking lawyer, but I thought you nailed it, you know, like, it all seemed super (laughs) believable, (laughs) it all sounded right, and having someone on hand, uh, you know, and I've I've used that before, like, you know, when it's writing hockey, my mom and stepdad are huge hockey fans. So I would write a scene and I'd send it to my mom. And then, you know, like, they'd be like, well, that breaks the rules. And I'm like, oh, the fuck do I know? (laughs) You're like, what are the rules? never learned those. Yeah. So like having someone to be able to lean on that you trust, like, is huge. And it clearly worked.
1: Yeah. Well, it made me feel a lot safer. And like, what I always say is, especially like, it's so scary to write like other professions that you don't work in, you're like, personally. Um, But I always say, like, you don't want to get in the weeds. Don't get into the weeds of that shit. It's not worth it. It will not serve your plot. It will not serve your story. Get the one detail that you need to use for the plot and learn that and like forget about everything. (laughs) Else. absolutely because yeah. that is not going to be the the thrust the main thrust of your story yeah. i don't need to know the
0: forms that they fill out
1: right right you don't need to know all that you just <laughs> need a word here a word there and like a general idea and and honestly being lawyers does play into like the main plot and mm-hmm. kind of like under i did take some liberties about like how fast a lawsuit might happen or, you know, that kind of stuff. A little bit. I took liberties. I did ask my partner first and he gave me a very lawyer answer. I was like, let's say a company like acquired another company and then this happened. I'm like, could this happen in this amount of time? And he was like, well, I mean, it could happen in any amount of time. That was his answer. And I was like, say no more.
0: So, yes is What you mean, that's my steal of approval, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm taking that, I'm using it. <laughs> okay, you've mentioned, um, Lucille. Yeah. Lucille. Uh, yeah, do you want to discuss any plans for book two? Can I say this? Do is it okay yeah. to say that like she's book two? Yes, Lucille okay. Knox,
1: she is book two. I have started her
0: book. Can I ask, do we know the male lead, I or is mean, that a spoiler? You don't is want it, to, ask. is it obvious? I would think so, but I don't know. Then yes, okay. Yes. So read the read partner track, and you'll figure it out. Okay. You'll figure it out, I'll I'll it out. right? It. Okay. Yeah. I also sometimes people things seem obvious, but then it's like that was a joke, and it's not. You know, um, I've done that. I've changed. I've changed my mind after reading it. I approve. I'm just throwing it <laughs> yeah. for
2: no like this <laughs> matters, but I'm just saying I approve because there's <laughs> I I can't spoil anything. It's pissing me off. But there's, there's 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 some there's I can't I can't even say anything. There's something that happens, and the something that happens, I'm like, yeah. (laughs) That's my reaction. I can't even fucking say anything. I mean you can cut this, but all I'm gonna say is the one part you can cut this. The one part where he was talking when he uh beats up uh where he threatens to beat up Hampton. I was like I was like bitch yes and I was oh, like, man. yes, give me, give me my boxer alpha. I was like, please, for the fucking love of God, <laughs> give me my boxer. Oh,
1: like, I hope I can write an alpha. I it made
2: me go. so happy that for like a movie. moment. I was just like, yes, I was like, grab him by the scruff of the neck. I was just- like, <laughs>
1: You fucking weirdo. <laughs> but you anyway,
2: you can, write it. You, can cut, you can cut that. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe leave it. Very, it doesn't really. I was matter. very happy for that moment. I'm funny. glad I
1: could give you one thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I just go. Well, I'm just saying that I'm very happy for you. I know. The I know what you mean. I'm too very- <laughs>
2: <laughs> that she gets to have like the sexy ass boxer i'm very happy for- he's a nerd
1: too who doesn't want that he's, i mean he's an in- he's a nerd he's an intellectual i love a nerd guys i really do but i love a well-educated and- man <laughs> You know why I love a well-educated man? So I can continue to be a fuck up. That's what I love. I'm like, it's like questionable. Like, how did I get through college? Like, no one knows, you know, like, how did I, how do I make it through like everyday life? Like, how do I keep a job? The answer is I don't, but it's like, I love a man who does all the things that I don't do. And that's who I manifest. It's
0: keeping that mystery alive. Well, okay. Speaking of mysteries. I have a list of rapid fire questions, but before mm-hmm. I jump into them, I, does anyone have, because this is going to take us through, and I, you know, we want to stay on track here. On partner track? do have anything else they want to say. I thought it was
2: really funny, the one line at the end, because this I didn't see, this is the new, because it's a oh, new okay. edit, where you were, where you read right at the end where she saw Carter's brother, and she's like, oh, fucking shit, Carter's brother and wife is the, like, better fucking version yeah. of me and the... <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud. I like a snorted sorrow. She's so it's like,
1: oh my God, me like Purdy and like, Carter were the weird. knockoffs. <laughs> we're like,
2: Where the we're the sh- we're the shitty ones. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's fucking funny. That's a rough I did
1: add that. You have a good memory. I
0: know. I do. Thank you. I have I have rapid fire and they're not nearly as good as Cat's Rapid Fire, but I have them nonetheless. And so here we go. You're just gonna have to deal with it. And some of them are good and some of them are really dumb. I'm and excited. I'm gonna start with a start with a mediocre one and so that way we'll work our way up we'll set these expectations low okay a year of reading nothing but instaburn or a year of nothing but slow burn instaburn. and when i say slow burn oh you said instaburn <laughs> okay well it doesn't matter didn't even all, wait. Right.
1: all right who gives a shit okay i have, I have adhd i don't have, i don't have time for that okay fuck boy or single dad of five fuck boy Ooh,
0: single dad Ooh. of five we normally are raging on the fuckboys, but we're good I, with it. well. Look,
1: who doesn't? Yeah, fuckboys are literal demons from hell. But who? But what do you think I like? <laughs> who do but I really like? Him. To you, someone who <laughs> likes a dad? No, <laughs> like a fuckboy. Come on. Well, okay. So Wait, show me a you. boy band, and I will like the fuckboy in that boy band. <laughs> In the next one, <laughs> yeah, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> is he the he is the fuck, oh my god, yeah.
0: What other boy bands are there that Backstreet boys? Uh,
1: the guy with the blonde hair, 98 Nick, degrees, definitely. <laughs> also, Nick's brother, <laughs> I think it was Drew or something. O Town, uh, O-Town. oh, I gotta remember. I can only think of like the one guy in O Town right now. Oh, I know which one the fuck boy, his name is Kevin in O Town. <laughs> You blonde. Town? listen we're all blonde the fuck i used to love apparently fans. they are i used I to love so. some mtv like yeah you know reality back in the day tRL live yeah carson daly fuck boy i love
0: it okay so this one i already know the answer to based off of how quickly you answered the insta burn
1: question so this would be 80 page novella or 500 page book Okay. Okay. I would rather read a 500 page book because that doesn't mean it's like a slow burn necessarily. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather have more to it. I don't think like, I love a novella when a novella suits the moment, but, but like, you know, I also want to read like real long books.
0: Yeah. Okay. This one will put a romance twist on it. If you think of something in your head, Uh,
1: stranded on an island or stranded in space. Well, this is a hard one. Okay. Oh, here's the thing. Let's just put out of the let's put it out of our minds that you would immediately die in space, right? Like let's just put that. Out of, well, out of right. Our mind. Obviously, yeah. you have okay. food
0: sources either way, right? Right. Let's say so. you
1: could somehow live in space. I would say. I'm space. assuming you're in a ship of some sort, not yeah, just yeah, floating yeah, yeah. Space in station. empty space. Space sounds. <laughs> yeah, a space station. Maybe you could land on them. Maybe you're in a little spaceship. But like I would say, like that sounds cozy. I love the stars. I already live by the ocean. I'm good. Okay, that's fair. <sighs>
0: Kiss a dragon man yeah. or kiss a minotaur. Yeah, kiss a dragon man. Shut up. <laughs> <There> you, <go. laughs> you cannot
1: tell me that a dragon snout is any more kissable than a minotaur face. I have yeah. issues with... Okay, a dragon doesn't exist. Therefore, I am much better with, with the idea of hissing a dragon than doesn't a literal bull make, face. Wait, a like minotaur a minotaur? Exist, right? like, does a minotaur exist? <laughs> Minotaurs don't exist, but a bull exists. So therefore, you can conceive of what their face would look like. And okay. <laughs> I'm I, not gonna make I was, make it I was, was a legit. Bull.
2: I was legit concerned for a second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I didn't even question it. I was just
3: like, yeah, minotaur. <laughs> she knew what so I am. Yeah, this is when i start telling
1: you guys my flat earther theories
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay i need to Hmm.
1: i okay i did it I,
0: i was trying to read my own handwriting this is why i type you guys because i can't write for shit Okay, so read your least favorite trope, but it's a full book, or your favorite trope, and it's every other chapter.
1: Oh, God. I'm going to go favorite trope every other chapter, because there are a lot of tropes I don't like. Like, I have learned I don't like second chance uh, marriage tropes. I don't like that. Very specific. (laughs) Do you like
2: them? I'm just saying very specific. (laughs) You know I like them, but that
1: is serious. I know, Gabby likes them, Yeah. Yeah uh sweet or sour um both because i love sour candy how dare you i love sour candy i cannot be divided in between those things um if i have to choose i'd probably go sour okay
0: good choice on your men yeah, facial piercings or nipple piercings.
1: Mm, not a fan of either of those, but I'm gonna go facial piercing. Facial piercing. Okay. When mm-hmm. you say facial piercing, what are you picturing? I can do a nose and eyebrow. That's it. That's uh, like do ears count though? I mean, any ears? I don't count those though. Yeah, right. Any? Tongue? That's totally. On, tongue, I'm not into the tongue. tongue.
0: Are you sure? I'm,
1: I know what you are obviously <laughs> implying. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> not a fan. A funny story about me. This is why I don't like tongue piercings. When I was 17, I visited my sister in college and went to a party and made out with this like 19 year old guy who was from New Zealand, by the way, which is the only reason I made out with him because I thought he was hot. He had a tongue ring and he was the most disgusting kisser of all time. And it has Uh, permanently altered my perception of tongue piercings. So Mm. no. Are
0: you listening, sir? You have ruined it. Whatever your name was, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you're doing um, now, I hope you're well. Let's see. I have, where was the other word for this? Water bay or fire bay? Mm, water bay. Is this because of the merfolk?
1: No, this is because I'm a Scorpio and that's a water sign. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> I think that's a fire sign, dark. but it's really a ram. I don't know. <laughs> what was, were you going to choose fire bay,
2: Theatrix? No, I, I'm, bay? I'm just, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm not, I'm, no, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole. We're going to continue with rabbit I
1: because <laughs> my mind went dark with those questions. <laughs> like, how do you murder? So- like, how does he go about murdering someone? No. Tell me. Absolutely Well, now, absolutely now we not. need to know. Tell me. No,
2: absolutely not. We're going. We're go- We keep, keep right. going. Right. Okay.
1: Okay. Let, okay. Let now Let the listeners can just just, imagine the worst. Yeah, just imagine the worst. And, still the won't
2: worst. Be the, right? and it still won't be the worst <laughs> still nope. won't
1: be the worst
0: yeah okay okay next. dick covered in scales or dick covered in fur
1: oh, <laughs> oh definitely scales fur I can't I can't scales would at least just be like smooth
3: right <laughs> In one direction.
2: In one
1: direction.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm thinking it could be very... Ow.
1: Oh, we'll wear a condom. We'll be fine. You can't fur... put a condom on fur, right? That'd be fucking weird. Fur's hard to keep
3: clean. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Too
0: far. Too far. Uh, anyways. Okay. Um, I only have one thing left. It's a fuck, Mary kill. Okay. Gabby B. J.K. Rowling.
1: <laughs> okay, easy, easy, easy. JK Rowling, right? Okay. She's a yeah. term. Fuck Beatrix. Mary Gabby. Obviously Mary Gabby.
2: <laughs> Dude, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Right. I mean you I mean, would do the anybody same. Would, anybody would fucking marry Gabby. We would
1: all we would all choose that. We would yeah. all do
2: the same. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you know, this you, is why you don't. Gabby let me is wife great material. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Real, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. why cats in charge are rapid fire. Those are great. But... Those are amazing. That's yeah, been fun. Thank you. That's so that's that's what I have. Um, but the whole point here is that we're here to tell you guys how amazing Partner Track is and why you should read it, why you need to support Kat. If you're listening to this and you mm-hmm. are, obviously, uh, you know Kat. Like, and the whole fucking point is that you're here listening because you love Kat. Because she's been through the beginning of time till now with this podcast, always <laughs> doing the edits, posting for you,
1: putting in the fucking work. Well, Beatrix did most of the posting let's be real and now that the posting sucks yes I am doing it (laughs) (laughs) either way
0: you were part of the team and people should support this and so that's to let me just tell people like how scary it is to publish right like we talk about the fun parts and the funny parts we talk about the stressful parts but it is putting yourself out there like writing is art it is a form of art whether you're writing dirty filthy beta dirty talking males or if you're writing poetry it doesn't fucking matter it's all art and that means that a part of you is in there so Kat has put her heart and soul into partner track and it's so much fun it is fun like it is just fucking fun and you you might cry there are times and i text a cat i'm like you're a fucking bitch you know and she knows what she's doing
3: (laughs) i know (laughs) what i did
0: she knows what she did but it's worth it like you will not regret this and the more you support her you know the more she can write and you want the next story you want lucille's book i know i do yes so that's why we're here cat tell them where to find this book
1: everybody you can find partner track by the time this episode drops it will be open to the public which is very scary you can find it anywhere (laughs) books are sold um look it up but actually you have to make sure that you look up partner track by cat win specifically please do that there's also a netflix show called the partner track it's bad i don't want to talk about it but listen just (laughs) partner track by cat win it's a blue cover it has cartoon it has like an illustrated blue cover and a little dog you can't fucking miss it please just buy my book please 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 Mm -hmm. please Be my friend if you can. If you have the means, please buy my book. Um, and if not, tell someone else to buy it for you, if, yeah. or go to the library and ask for it there if it's not already there. Uh, definitely yeah. go to the library. In fact, And SJ, you've said that too before. Like, go to the library, find my book, do it. That's
0: great. absolutely. You can pretty much anywhere if you have a library, go and request a book, and they will they will get it. And it is way easier by the way it is way easier if you as a reader go to a library and ask for someone to buy a book than us as a writer because yes. if we want to go to a library i have i did it for our the minneapolis main one and i was like what do i have to do and they're like you need to give us physical copies of every book What's this form and i apparently already had readers that were like hey i want this book and they're like okay and then they just bought
1: them. so <laughs> yeah like, then they don't just, then they'll buy it
0: yeah just be a reader and just go go fucking request it you know even if you bought a copy still go
1: request it so other yeah please do it. that i yeah. would really appreciate that you guys The listeners owe me absolutely nothing, but like, just out of the goodness of your heart, please. I'm not about begging. Listen,
2: you sons of bitches. I don't have a problem with saying this. I came at a hiatus to come do this podcast. Because Mm -hmm. I fucking love Kat. She's fucking awesome. Her book is fucking amazing. I don't say this shit lightly. I don't give a fuck (laughs) about nobody. Like, I don't come on this shit for anybody. Like, seriously, people. Just go. What's it going to cost you? It's going to cost you the price of a fucking coffee.
1: Just have, like, like, a mob boss showing up at our
2: I swear to fucking god, I swear to fuck I will intimidate all you fuckers into buying Aww, this fucking book. Just, just go buy it or I will find you. I have no problem doing <laughs> this. I'm serious, okay? I'll make it my life's mission. I have nothing else to lose. Just do
1: it. <laughs> that's not true everybody that's not true oh it's it's totally true
3: it's totally
2: true i am in a dark place i have no problems she
1: I need, is literally I in a dark place a we can purpose.
2: see her i need a purpose <laughs> yes. and this could be my purpose so it's like a nice book
1: that's about to happen fair warning yeah. thank you yeah. so go get it okay. yeah.
0: gabby where can we find you
3: yes um well i just i did want to oh. just say real quick though also um that if you enjoy how funny Kat is on this podcast and just just her in general, she's a wonderful person and has become such a dear friend. And um, I love literally everything that she has ever shared with me that she has written. So, and I might be a person that likes things, but there's also things I don't like. right? <laughs> so there are, that really is a thing that happens, but I fucking love Kat's writing. And like B said, her voice is so unique and you know, reading her work, I know that it's her. So I don't know if that... Makes sense, but like just, just fucking read it, okay? Because we yeah. all said so and it's great. Thank you, Gabby. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyways, yes, you can find me Instagram at G Marie Writes and also on TikTok. Oh. I, just, oh. <laughs> oh, I just joined. I feel so lame. Also at G Marie Writes on TikTok.
1: I think you're doing great. I, I just saw one of your TikToks and I thought it was funny. <laughs> Thank you. All great.
0: And this too is a perfect example of like women are as strong as the women next to them, right? Like help each other out. Don't be catty bitches. Obviously some people deserve that shit, but not this group. So like find yourself some friends. If you don't have good friends, you're doing it wrong. And there are good people out there. So find yourself a group of people that can support you and help you because that's what we need in this world. We need more of this. And once your book goes live, like stress continues to happen and you need someone to to lean on. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, so, talk you, you off know. the ledge. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So thank and,
2: you. And, and to threaten people to buy your book. I mean, you need yeah. to <laughs> if you, to you
1: don't have a friend <laughs> who's willing to threaten other people to buying your book, then do you have a friend? Do you? Right. No, you do know, <laughs> Just saying. No. Yeah. Let me yeah. also plug something really quick. So two things. One, um, a long time ago, Beatrix made t- the Tall Dark and Fictional podcast a uh, TikTok, but I was not able to log into it, and because I am. Um because I am very impatient, I just made a new one. So we do have a TikTok that's active currently (laughs) and we also have one that's not and maybe one day we'll fix that. But for now, you can find us on at T D F Pod on TikTok, and you can also find me on TikTok too at Catwin Author. Yeah. And while you're on TikTok, come find me, SJ Tilly Author. You can always find SJ. you can find me
0: fucking anywhere you guys i am all over the place i clearly have nothing better to do with my days than to sit on social media because that's what i do and i also sit here and talk to
1: beatrix are you plugging socials right now
0: no you can all fuck off i'm leave me alone
1: you can You're still find face. her on socials but she is not active just
2: i after. am not active on anything i am still on my social media hiatus for the Good foreseeable for future i i broke yeah. this for my friend and that just is for wrong. me thank yeah, you yeah
0: this is what friendship is all about yeah yeah well and if you want to find me you can find me
2: i'm at beatrix sawad but i am not here <laughs> she
1: still dropped it
0: <laughs> <laughs> literally not I... there not active <laughs> go find I'm so her. excited about this episode and that cat handed over the reins for this but mostly i'm excited for this sign off is there anything else before i say this are we good yeah,
1: we're, we're so ready
0: because we're done now go get partner track and thanks for coming yay
1: that was <laughs> nice we, we just keep stealing it yay we did it all right i'm gonna stop the recording thank you guys
2: 10. I remember someone so bright then I was really trying not to cry then I was really hugging you goodbye then You can have my
0: MP3 when I'm dead Play this shit and listen to what I said